This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Jürgen, a number of positives the other night. Darwin obviously looked pretty lively as well. Just wonder the fact that he's getting into good positions, the fact that he's getting chances. Was that down to the work that he's been doing? Was it down to the change in formation? And on that change in formation, is that something you're likely to persist with as well? Wow. Um, yeah, it's was down to his movement and down to the the, the movement of all of the boys around. I think, but. One of the things he he showed so far in all the games he played, uh, that he brings himself quite frequently in, in 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 good finishing positions, which is actually the most important thing for a striker, and that's why everybody should be or could be very um, optimistic about um, what's coming from him in the in the future. And um, so that was absolutely good. What was the last part? You have three. You always three questions. Just two. Uh, Two, okay. Uh, it was just the, the change in formation as well. Is that something you're, you're thinking? You found a way to move forward now. Is this is this the plan for the future? No, the thing is for us, it's it's much more important um, that we become unpredictable again. Uh, and we need different. We need we need different systems for that as well. Um, and so this is not the only system we can play. This was now a. <coughs> Four four two. That's always with when you name systems. It's um, is a four three three or is a five four five one. So it's a four four two or a four two three one. Maybe don't make want to make it more complicated than it is. But there are obviously different systems for us available, and we we have to choose now from now on which one is um, the best for the for the, for the next opponent and um, or the best for us in the moment. And um, yeah, but how I said, we have to be more unpredictable, definitely. We spoke to Virgil after the game as well, and he was talking about player welfare, kind of in relation to the criticism that, that Trent had received. And he said, I think that if the players from 10, 20 years ago were under the microscope that we are at the moment, there would also be a lot of players struggling. You try to shut it out, but other people call you and say, are you all right? And you think, why? It will always come to you. We have to deal with it, but it's not easy, let's put it that way. With that in mind, was there any consideration given to taking Trent out of the firing line, giving him, giving him a, a break? I think I didn't hear that from Perbert, but I, it sounds for me like um, more like a general thing. If we would have the criticism for, for um, like 20 years ago, or, or, or social media active 20 years ago, life of all the guys would have had a, would have been completely different. Going out and stuff like this after a game, these kind of things um, would have been slightly different or more difficult at least. But that's clear. But nobody wants to go back 20 years. Uh, yes, that's one of the challenges we face. And not Trent now. That's one of the challenges the boys especially face because um, in good moments, uh, the boys are probably guilty as well to, 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 to like uh, what, everybody's, what everybody writes. And it's not important, to be honest. But in bad moments, when you don't like it, it's not important as well. But that's obviously something you have to learn, learn over years. Trent is pretty good at that, pretty early. By the way, it's birthday today, uh, so 24 now. Wow. Um, and um, no, was no. Didn't think about that. Sing song for Trent training later, though. Yes. Uh, last season, he scored eight goals across four games with Arsenal and didn't concede. Um, four uh, against them at Anfield obviously came after yourself and, and Mikel had a, a few words on, on the touchline as well. <laughs> you talking about that last season, how it sparked you guys on that occasion as well. but. 
How much of a different proposition do you feel Arsenal are? Because it seems that Mikel has been given a bit of time. He was under pressure at one point, and uh, they now effectively are the real deal in terms of the title race this season. Yeah. So I, I all my respect. Wow. Um, really, really good job. Um, so it's like this: when you when you need some time, nobody wants to give you time. Um, and maybe not all of us deserve time uh, because it's, um, you still have to be good to use the time and that was Mikel obviously did. Um, I have to say really lots of respect for it. They had a lot of talent already in the last few years. I think Martinelli, everybody, I, I was very early excited about him and he's, he became exactly the player I expected he will be. Uh, Martin Odegaard, um, I spoke to him when he was 15 from Norway. Um, and the whole world wanted him anyway. He decided for Real Madrid, but I remember as it would have been yesterday uh, that we sat on a table with his dad and we were all so excited. And then there were came diff a few difficult years, which is normal when you're that much in the spotlight. So he became the player everybody expected him to be that time. Saka, <laughs> um, I think from first day that he, since he's playing, it's incredible. And Gabriel Jesus, um, if anybody knew how good he could be, um, not in a Man City shirt, in a fixed role, num fixed number nine, number one in the in the in the lineup. If you want, that the fixed number nine in the lineup. Um, then it was Mikkel because we worked together with him. Same with Sinichenko, so great things brought Chaka back on track. Um, um, Thomas Party, everybody knew how good he is when he was at Atletico. So and then the last line is now really well settled. Um, they found a way how they want to how they want to defend, um, and that's it. And then. Last night, obviously, they played a different lineup, um, but still lots, lots of quality. So it's a young team, very exciting team, and doing really well. And they are in the position they are, well deserved. So, um, but now we go there, um, and obviously we don't think about the games we played against them because it makes not too much sense. But um, so we will try. Uh, yeah, to cause them problems. I think that makes sense. Huh? Um, and so I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, sir. Yeah, just moving off from that, a lot of people were maybe a little bit surprised when Gabriel Jesus was allowed to go from Manchester City, a big club, to a, a rival big club. But what have you made of the, the blossoming of him since he's, he's gone from that one to the other and, and really started uh, throwing goals in all over the place now? Oh. I don't know Gabriel Jesus on a, on, a, on a personal basis, but I always liked him as a player. So it's just um, I don't think City. Or I know City wouldn't have sold him to every to every club, but it was Arsenal. Obviously, it was far off. The distance was big enough. <laughs> it was like geographically, uh, yeah. Um, and then um, they did it, and um, for Gabriel, exceptional player. You always you always saw that when he when he played for City. But it's like this when you're a player, the, the Gabriel Jesus role. At, at City, I think it was a nine, a winger, um, and these kind of things. Even was it last year when everybody said City has no number nine? <laughs> I was still there. Um, so it's everything. It's like um, it's different. But he played more often from the wing, obviously, and um, now he can play his role. And um, yeah, the was a third goal last night. How, how what did it went three nil for? I'm not sure when I switched off. Three nil, yeah. But, was a nice setup. <laughs> so you, he's flying in a moment, huh? So full of confidence. That, yeah, that's um, what confidence does to top quality, to, to top class players. And uh, 
if if you not play against them, then it's easy to enjoy what he's doing at the moment. Now it's our opponent for the weekend, so we have to make sure that he um, will stop flying for a, a weekend. In terms of uh, injury uh, news at the moment, are you like to have any on back? Is Andy Robertson there for contention this weekend? Uh, Curtis Jones was in training yesterday. It looked good, but that's not the first session, so. He's then probably the closest. Nothing new about uh, a, a good way. They do all of my big, big sessions. Um, but Nabi and Ox still um, a little bit away. They have one new injury. It's Arthur, in the la Arthur Melo, in the last session before the uh, Rangers game. In a normal situation, he just. Um, Injured the muscle. We have to wait uh, for 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 further assessment to know exactly how long it will be. But he's out. Nobody else. Rob is running a lot. Looks like he's close. Probably Kurt is now the closest. Then Robbo, and then the other two, step by step. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Actually, yeah, what can I say about that? It's now we had this conversation a couple of times. We won against Bournemouth 9 0, and everybody, I think, body language was pretty good that day, wasn't it? So um, that's how it is. We have to, to, I say before the game, when you, when you spot a problem as human beings, and you think about it and you have a solution, then you want the solution instantly clicking. That's just the this, this solution immediately. So, um, and we are still we are still in a, in progress. It's like work in progress to 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 find a way out. That that's how it is. So you cannot now say, okay, now we are back. Oh, we are back again in a bad in a dark place, and now we are back again here. We need consistency. For consistency, we need to defend the rubbish out of everybody, pretty much. Let me say it like this: we have to, and that's um, and that's what we have to do. And I'm not interested now in 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 this short-term diagnose, oh, that was good, that was bad, that was good, that was bad. No, we have to be good until we are outstanding. So that's what we have to be. And from here, go and go and go, improve. And I know uh, Arsenal, Rangers away, which is obviously a different game, a really different game to the home game as well. And then Man City, yeah, what can I say? Uh, yeah, Yes, we are through. The tunnel, and I can see the light or whatever. I am very positive. I'm very optimistic. We, but this is, uh, these players are outstanding still. But we have to perform, and that's what we're, we're in. And um, that the body language was good. I saw as well. But it has to be good, and other things have to be really, really good as well on Sunday. Can I ask you about Roberto Firmino, please? Can ask me about everything. That's as many league goals as you got last season. And then and then I take him out out of the lineup. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's nothing. Uh, yes, Bobby is uh, was the, the goals he scored against Brighton were absolutely outstanding. The goals he scored, but for the for the game at the weekend, we thought it, it makes sense to play like this. And we play a lot of games. These kind of things. Bobby's an incredibly important player to me and to us, uh, especially. Um, but it's 
Uh, was it? Yes, I'm happy with his um, with his goal scoring record so far, um, and um, hopefully he can put a few more. On. And how frustrating is it to when you concede first in in league games of late? It's as much you can can do about it. Look, the, the problem now is situation is even if you win a game, somebody comes around the corner and tells you the problem from the game before. What do you do now? So, how, how often did we now speak about that? How often? Because we conceded that often this first goal. I know that, but my English is not good enough to, to describe the frustration in these moments. But the game still doesn't end there. Then you have to respond. It's not in our match plan. You can watch. I can give you the match plans of all the games. It was not in one of them. Was in was involved. Let's concede the first goal. So we want to be spot on from the first second of the game. And I, I understand. You can say that. And I always. It's one of my dreams for this season that nobody asks me about it anymore. But not because you forget it. Not just because we don't do it anymore. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not cool. But uh, in the last game, it didn't happen. At least. So maybe we can go from there. Carl Markham. Um, you spoke earlier about wanting to be unpredictable again. We have to. Yeah. yeah you, you've so you've been so wedded to four three three, and you know a lot of your lines with the, with the, almost the same players. So have teams finally worked out how how to? Yeah, you, yeah. Teams worked out how you can play against us when we are not at our best. But actually, that was all. That, 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 that. It's funny that we are. Uh, well, other teams have worked out how to play against us since years, but it still didn't work out for them because we were exceptional in the moment in the things we did. So, in the moment when you are not exceptional, then it looks like ah, now they realize no, I could, I could, in our best games, I could show you the 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 the, the parts where we could have got problems. Here, there, here, 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 but we didn't because we put so much pressure on the op on the opposition that they couldn't find these spaces. Mm -hmm. That's the risk you take. In a moment when you don't play on your top, then these gaps are still there. So and then and then play the pass through, and then now we you now we we look like ah now they know how to play against them. No, it was always clear. Um, it's it's not whatever system we play we, we we play. There's no system in the world which no weakness. With no, with no weakness, there's no. You play with five in the back, three in the back, four in the back, no one in the back. There's no system. So, and it's all about how we perform. So I understand, but 100% of people, yeah, it was a 4-3-3, and you know exactly. That's not about that. It's really not about that. It's how how we, um, what we did, and how, with which intensity we did it, and these kind of things. That changed everything because. Defending in a 4-3-3 or a 4-5-1, you can just if you look at it, you know where the where the gaps are. So, but you fill them by your move with your movements, and then the other gaps are not really existing or are only open for a for a for a wink, and then you you close it again. So these that's the way you have to play. And there's no system we can now rely on and say, okay, from now on this is perfect, uh, because we know how to play against other teams. That's how it is. You, you see how they play usually, and that's the problem with us. The most of the time, teams change system. Arsenal will not do that now. They believe in what they are doing, 100%, rightly so. Um, so we know how to prepare for Arsenal, but in the end, it's how we execute it. Does the unpredictability help you more offensively than defensively? No, unpredictability should. Unpredictability is like, uh, yeah, if you 
prepare for us, it's, I, I just like it. But in the moment, I think it makes sense that they just have to think twice or at least three times so where, where there might be uh, uh, something which they could use. Um, and for us, it's um, both things is important. So defensively, being being compact and offensively, having different players in different positions, both make sense. Any more for the embargo section? Yeah, yeah you mentioned about the tenses, yeah, in the pressure on the ball, and that's been a problem this season. Is there a reason behind that? Is it the players physically where you want them to be, or is it a confidence yeah. issue? Or? Yeah, no. What a confidence issue. Well, what, yeah, yeah. Like no, yeah, that's a, that's a little bit. So, before the way we defended, um, you, you need to be brave. So we come out back again to by the way how our fullbacks defend. Usually we jump with our fullbacks to the fullback of other teams. That was great. And when we win the ball, then put them on press. All great. We don't. We are not arrived there. Not, not the right moment. They just passed the ball past our fullback, which is then obviously not in his position in the back line. And you all and outside world tells them, yeah, you cannot defend like this. Oh yes, you can. We did it like in 200 games, but when the timing is not right. You can't. That's true. That's always the case. You always, if you are late in a challenge, yes, no, there's no challenge. Actually, that's in all situations the same. So I'm a bit surprised that I look in these surprised eyes because that's obvious. That's obvious football. How 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 you do that? And um, and sometimes you have to do a step aside or step back or whatever to 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 get the timing again. So in football, in our case, we don't talk about we wanted it last year with 100%, and this year was only 80%. There might be. The boys wanted it 100%, but maybe put in only 97, but not consciously. So just in these decisive moments, yes, because didn't things didn't work out right, and then some players had to play too early, some players were new, some players were young, and all these kind of things. And all of a sudden, a well-drilled team didn't work together anymore, but not willingly, just because one was a bit. Oh, can I really push up? And the other one was already there. And that's how pressing doesn't work like this. You commit to pressing and you do it. You don't press or only defensive press around your own box, fine. But you have to commit to a common plan. And that only works if all of everybody feels the same. And that might be might have been a little bit of a problem that we were not all in the same place in that moment, that we had all the same confidence level for doing these kind of things because we all had different solutions for the same problem. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.